the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Actually, it's me, the co-host with Dottie Herman, and Dottie is certainly in attendance today. It's a very special uh, installment of Ion Real Estate. As a matter of fact, we're all dressed up. I'm wearing my tuxedo today, and Dottie is in her full evening gown. It's an amazing thing if you could only see us, but we don't have cameras. Sorry about that. Um, it is the Spring 2022 special, and Dottie, um, here we are ready to talk to um, our dear friend Ace Watanasu Parp, the Senior Vice President, National Director of Strategic Sales, a guy who is in the know, and he is at Citizens Bank. And I also want to mention how grateful we are to Citizens Bank for their loyal support of this program for years. And um, Citizens Bank is a great apt name for the bank because it was founded to help citizens, regular people, not just big corporations. And folks, if uh, if you want to find out about um, the financial end of the real estate market, which really is the basis upon which it's built, go to citizensbank.com or you can call 800-922-9999. Ace, I understand that you're out of the country at the moment. Where are you? I am currently in Toronto, Michael. So came here for a quick business trip, and I'll be back uh, tomorrow, actually. So, But, Michael, tell me why you guys are dressed up. Because this is a special edition of the program, because it's uh, spring. Well, you know. only our listeners can see you guys. Oh, you should see Dottie. She is oh, absolutely gorgeous. And um, <laughs> you, I told her, Dottie, it's radio. She said, yeah, but, you know, somebody might see me walking into the studio. So <laughs> there, there you go. Um, I, Ace, the... I guess when you're in Toronto, you get a, a, an interesting view of New York, because Toronto is sort of like New York. Have you? Did you notice that? Yes. It's doesn't it Very feel like similar, Michael? Yeah, and and I'm actually out here because I'm meeting with a uh, energy company called ABC Energy, and uh, we're just looking to see if we can actually work with them and bring them uh, over to the states so that we can sort of have solar panel roofing and battery powered homes. So, you know, we're here for just a day, just talking to them about uh, collaboration on bringing them over to the States and uh, helping builders really build smart homes and uh, more sort of green construction. Wonderful. Really uh, you, yeah. you just brought you just yeah. brought up a question I'm going to ask right out off the bat. I do have a number of questions, and so does Dottie, because, um, again, the premise of this week's program is that spring spring has sprung and that spring and summer are the hot times, no pun intended, for real estate. So as we come into the season, during a period of time that is basically unprecedented in terms of modern real estate history, um, 
we're trying to get everybody ready for what they need to know because the the, the game is really beginning now for the next few months. And uh, would you agree with that premise that that spring is oh. the time? Michael, every spring season, there's it's always a hot market, and I think. We've seen a hot market ever since the beginning of the year, Michael. So now that yeah. we're going into the spring, <laughs> it's just going to be even, even more uh, of a robust marketplace, you know. So it's, uh, it, it's exciting. It's exciting times for sure. And obviously you would agree with that, wouldn't you, Dottie? Well, I think that the seasonality has become less and less, that all year is busy. And obviously people with school children usually like to kind of look in the spring so this way their children can complete the year out. And then, you know, by the time they move into the house, it's the summer. Um, but I think seasonality used to be like the winter was, forget about it. And I always tell people, if you get a person coming out, especially in New York where it was freezing, if you get a person coming out in a snowstorm, you better believe they're a real buyer. <laughs> yeah. So let me, let me jump in with that question I wanted to ask before we have the other questions, because you had mentioned something real interesting. You're talking to energy companies, and you're talking about the impact of green technology uh, in, in home improvement or in home construction. How important is it to the um, potential price of a home if it is mindful of these green issues in terms of solar energy panels and whatever else? Oh, Michael, I mean, the reason why we're so bullish on it is that there's tax credits uh, for not only the builder, but for the buyer as well, right? So just really helping Mother Nature. You know, Earth Day is coming up this month, and um, it's really just you know, upon, uh, incumbent upon us to really see what we can do uh, for the next generation of, uh, of folks, right? And I think, you know, building green homes and smart homes, it's it's really a responsibility for all of us. And I think it's an exciting time. Um, the, the state really gives you a lot of tax credits if you do have a lead uh, sort of program or a green um, sort of building, right? And, and builders are really looking into how do they save energy? How do they actually save costs? And uh, these solar panels, um, they're getting better and better in terms of technology, in terms of how long it takes for them to power up and things of that nature. So it's very interesting you know, I'm here in Toronto and uh, just really learning a lot from manufacturers. And it's, it's, it's always cutting edge to, to really understand what the next, you know, f- sort of four to five years looks like. And, you know, we're just, we're just really, really grateful um, to have been in a position yeah. to really um, give back. You know, to- Stephen Moranis, which is on our show all the time, and he's a friend of mine that has a real estate company in Toronto. And um, and he's always on the show. I've known him for 20 years. And he said the market's just like here, very tight. Yeah. Oh, it's it's very expensive, Dottie, and uh, very low inventory. And the people here, I mean, I was I came yesterday, Dottie and, and Michael, and the line for customs was insane. We were on we were on the line for three hours. I mean, really? you know, not sure what's going on, but there's a lot of people coming to to Canada for sure. I th- well, for a while, it was, t- it was tough to get in, so maybe there's a, a built-up market for coming into Canada as well. I, I think that's it, Michael. I think that's it. So. 
What about other forms of home improvement? Are people needing to think about that as much right now in terms of the general financial aspect of real estate? Um, I, I know people say, hmm, if I update my kitchen and I update my bathroom, I'll get more money um, for the house. In this kind of a market, if somebody's thinking of selling, how important is that type of, of fixing it up a little bit for curb appeal? Oh, Michael, I mean, I think there's so many. Yeah, go ahead, Dottie. No, I, you know, obviously, you know, you don't want to spend a lot of money and, 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 and do everything over. But, you know, we always tell people, clean your house, get all the junk out, paint everything a neutral color, wash all the windows, have them professionally washed. And, uh, you know, you know, and you can do little things like put new counters. But, uh, yeah, the way something shows always sells. But, but, but I wanted to ask you, because so many people have asked me, Ace, and I know that we've gone through this, but people seem to always think they have to have 20% down. That's number one. And Michael just asked you a question about, you know, construction and that, you know, when somebody might buy a house that needs a lot of work, but it, they could get it for cheaper. Don't you have construction loans which allow you to have money inside the loan to do that construction? Oh, that's a great question, Dottie, and we do. So it's something called construction to permanent, right? So basically what we provide is the ability for someone to acquire land and also build or even um, acquire a, um, a home that needs a little bit of tender, loving care. And if you, want, if you need an additional uh, sort of um, capital to go ahead and do the construction, we'll finance that construction into the loan. So all in, for example, if you're looking to buy a home for, let's say, 500000 and you need another 500000 for for just uh, rehabbing the property, we'll give you a loan based on a million dollars, and all you have to do is put 10% to 20% down, which is which is amazing, right, leveraging uh, debt financing. So it's, it's a great program, and I think the last three years, we've seen such an, a, a subtle appreciation in terms of year after year, home values have gone up, so what people yeah. have done, uh, to your point, Dottie and Michael, they've actually refinanced, cashed out, and really used that capital to fix up their bathrooms, their kitchens, to really bring it more up to date. And, and that's really the key for sellers in today's marketplace, right? So they've definitely um, taken advantage of the appreciation values in their own homes. So fascinating yeah. now 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 since we're on the the topic of uh, of that uh, you know uh, value and money and and financing let's talk about the nitty-gritty based on the premise that this is a um, you know a primer 101 real estate for people just getting involved or taking it to the next level uh, earlier Dottie was talking about the old days and how there were very simple limited packages uh, and options for getting mortgages. Um, today, I've noticed that you folks in the banking industry refer to mortgages as products, that you have different products. And I, I find that, you know, being old school, kind of interesting that, that mortgage packages are looked at as products. What are the basic, I'm taking this right to the elementary level for somebody who doesn't understand all this, what are the, what's the basic menu of mortgage products that a bank such as Citizens or others that are in this game are providing for people? What should people know about what they have an option to buy in terms of a mortgage package? Well, Michael, I, I think the industry has changed so much in terms of the confidence the in, in the consumers, right? So as you, as 
as you sort of see in the marketplace, the last five years, there's been a default rate of less than 1%, meaning folks are really, really able to have great credit, good income. So as a result, the banks have come out with so many different products for customers to leverage, such as FHA, where you only have to put 3.5% down, a VA loan if you were in the military, uh, you know, the government is giving you the assistance down payment program. Also, if, you, if you're looking to do construction, you also have construction of perm. And then the traditional 30-year fixed rate, along with an adjustable rate mortgage, which will give you a lower rate if you're not planning on staying there for a long time. So they have a 7-6 arm, 10-6 arm. So depending on what your needs are, I think really understanding and equipping yourself with the right amount of education and knowledge and really preparing yourself would really help you decide. And a good loan officer will help you sort of sit down, analyze your current situation, and really pick the right program for you. So there's a vast array of products, Michael and Dottie, that you know a lot of our listeners should know and, and really um, educate themselves on. And I think it's not one size fits all. I think myself and Dottie, we've been talking about that for years that, yeah. you know, your own personal situation, you know, a lot of folks tend to just come into the bank and ask for a 30-year fixed rate. But there's just so much more than just the traditional 30-year fixed rate that you should really educate yourself on what options there are for you as an individual. Well, a lot of yeah. people are intimidated by the bank. The idea of going to the bank is scary to people. Uh, you know, you're, you're used to it. That's the water you swim in. And Dottie, you too. Uh-huh. I mean, but, but the average person, I have to go to the bank. I have to talk to a banker. It's intimidating. Um, and you hey, say, you <laughs> and, and yet, Ace, you sound so friendly oh, and nice. Oh. What a what a great what oh. a great poster boy you are, if you'll pardon the expression, for the scary banker. Um, but you said something interesting. You said educate yourself. You also used a term that I find interesting called loan officer. What's the best way for a person to educate themselves, especially if there's somebody who's intimidated by the idea of going to a bank? Oh, Michael, I mean, it's, it's all about creating a rela- relationship, right? And I think in anything that you do, uh, rapport is so important. So really seek out a financial institution um, that you trust, that you, that you really feel comfortable with. And then, you know, the best advice that I can tell you is open up to the loan officer. There's nothing, there's nothing scary about going, going to a bank. You just really have to just literally just tell me your situation, Michael. It's, it's almost like having an open conversation. You don't want to have skeletons in the closet, meaning you don't want to go through the process and not tell them everything that's going on with your situation. Because in, in banking, if you're not telling the whole story, sometimes the loan can get affected. But if you tell the loan officer the whole story, they can really help you prepare and put yourself in the best position. So I, I would always, always advise our listeners to if you're looking to go into the marketplace and buy a, buy a home or refinance your mortgage, go in early because you want to make sure that you prepare yourself in case there's a blemish in your credit report, you have time to fix it. In case you needed a large deposit, the loan officer can walk you through in regards to how to actually get that gift for the large deposit. Right. So there's a lot of nuances that you just want to allow yourself enough time to spend with the loan officer really explain your situation so they can help guide you in the right in, in the best way possible right so you mentioned another magic word awesome. and that's credit report um and credit 
what what should somebody do? And people are more tuned into the whole idea of how important their credit is. As a matter of fact, there are companies out there that have commercialized credit to the point that, hey, you've got great credit. Get this credit card. <laughs> you know, you've gone up a point. You've gone down a point. All of a sudden, we have a whole society of people that are obsessed with their credit points uh, and their rating this month to the next month to the next month, which is something that didn't always exist. People didn't realize that there was that that entity lurking in the background, their credit report. Now it's part of everybody's life. What should somebody do to maximize their buying power, their credit uh, power, before they go to the bank? Uh, What are the things that are taken into consideration by banks in terms of what makes up your credit rating? Oh, first of all, Michael, you know, credit is king um, in the U.S., right? And, you know, People tend to say cash is king, but if you really want to take advantage of debt financing, you have to make sure that your credit is strong. Number one, the number one reason being is you'll get the best rate possible, the best interest rate possible if you have a credit score of 720 or above. And usually, Dottie will always have Dan Sater on the show, and he is like the credit king, right? So mm-hmm. one of the most one of the most important things that our listeners should think about is that, you know, the, you have to review your credit at least once a year, uh, Michael, because so many folks, they may not know that they had this sort of bill of a credit card of $25 that they didn't pay for. And it's now accumulating and they just wasn't, they, they weren't aware and it could affect your credit score. So just having the awareness to check your credit at least once a year, just to know that, your credit report, it's clean. There's no blemishes on there. And one of the most important things about credit, you said it best, Michael, it will allow you to borrow the most that, that you can qualify for. But more importantly, it'll give you the best rate possible to really increase your buying power. So that's why credit mm-hmm. is so important. And, you know, the, the ability to use revolving debt, credit cards, you know, Dottie talks about all the time, what's the best way to build up your credit? It's really to use three traditional credit lines, right? So whether that's, you know, having three credit cards, you know, having five to 10 credit cards may not be ideal. You really want to have at least three and you want to utilize your credit card. Some people feel as if not using your credit card is is better because you're debt free, but that's really not the case. The, 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 The credit bureau, they actually want to see that you have really good history of repayment. So utilizing your credit cards and making sure that you use right around 50% of your credit line is so critical in building up your credit score. Is, uh, did you mention the word three credit cards as an optimum number? Um, is there an optimal number right. of three, three credit cards? Three trade lines, Michael. Yeah, three trade lines. It's really ideal. So having one credit card and utilizing that one credit card will hurt you because they want to see at least multiple trade lines to mm. make sure that you know you're using your credit and you have enough credit history. So that's remarkable you know, when you think about low, it. It's it's counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive, but it's remarkable that if you are not a little bit in debt, it actually lowers your credit score. It actually Do- hurts you a little bit, right? Yeah, Michael? yeah. So, Isn't yeah. that amazing, Dottie? I mean, you deal with well, this yeah, all the no, time. I, you know, and 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 when I first started doing the show, and we would talk to Dan who would talk about credit and I'd say, well, look, I have a million credit cards of stores that maybe I used to shop in that I don't shop in anymore and 
that was a detriment, he said. So to, to just have credit cards you never use. But then I said, well, then I'll throw them out or I'll get rid of them. <laughs> well, it said, might be smart to do that. that. Oh, gosh. No, you well, can't hang, do hang that on to either. it. Hang on to it, Dottie, because uh, we're, we're coming up on a break, and then we're going to continue our conversation with Dottie Herman and uh, Ace Watanasu Parp from uh, Citizens Bank. It is the Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman Spring 2022 special. Michael Harrison with her co-hosting on AM 970, The Answer. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune in to Broadway at the Russian Tea Room, Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. You've spent a lifetime building a life. Continue your independent, carefree lifestyle overlooking the Hudson River at Riverwalk Senior Apartments by River Spring Living in Riverdale. Live independently while surrounded by friends in this vibrant community filled with cultural activities, gourmet meals, hospitality services, and caring staff. Learn how River Spring Living balances independence and support at riverwalk.org. Better yet, schedule a private tour by calling 855-45-RIVER. That's 855-45-RIVER. We all want to eat healthy, but have you ever read the ingredients list off of your favorite snack? Between the hard-to-pronounce ingredients and man-made additives, it's difficult to find anything made from real, natural ingredients. Even some of my favorite organic snacks have ingredients I haven't heard of. At Balance of Nature, we know the value of real nutrition that can only be found in real food. That's why the only things you'll find on our ingredients list are real whole fruits and vegetables. No additives, fillers, or artificial ingredients of any kind. Balance of Nature is the best whole fruit and vegetable product on the market, delivering your body everything it needs to function at its very best. Eat better and feel better. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping and don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code the answer. We've all had a little trouble social distancing from our refrigerators, and our waistlines have suffered. However, Skechers would like to help you get back on track with our incredible Go Walk footwear, because once you put on Skechers Go Walks, they're so comfortable, you'll be inspired to get out there and start walking. Skechers is the comfort technology company, and Go Walks are fully loaded with all the comfort and performance innovations you need. Find the number one walking footwear in the world, Skechers Go Walk, for men and women at Skechers.com, a Skechers store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Check it out, Lemu, a roadside carnival Step right up, folks, test your strength Come see the fire-breathing baby (laughs) Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance So you only pay for what you need Look, an emu wearing sunglasses Lemu, you're famous Only pay for what you need Liberty, 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 Liberty Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Do one thing this year that changes you forever. Something extraordinary. 
a bucket list experience with years of memories packed into 10 invigorating days. Join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza in Israel this November. We'll visit over 40 iconic places right from scripture and history. Reserve your spot today when you visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519. AM 970 The Answer is proud to announce that the Salem Business Breakfast is back, and it's happening on April 27th. Hear from an expert panel on all things business. Gain invaluable insights that can't be found anywhere else. Joe Piscopo and the AM 970 Morning Team will be broadcasting live. A gourmet breakfast from DR Catering will be served. Bring lots of business cards to enter for great prizes. Register for free tickets at am970theanswer.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. With Dottie Herman, Michael Harrison, uh, co-hosting because it's a special edition of Eye on Real Estate. We are celebrating spring. Spring is a hot spot in the calendar. Spring 2022 special of Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman. Uh, we're talking with Ace Watanasu Parp from Citizens Bank, and we're going to jump right back into conversation with Ace. But first, when we left off before the break, Dottie, you were talking about it. It was fascinating how you first became aware of the um, the paradox of trying to build oh, credit, credit but, but not having too many credit cards. Could you finish what you were saying? And then, then I, you know, and Ace, we've been on the show forever together. So then he said, I said, well, then... Should I throw them out? And he said, no. <laughs> he said, try, you know, so I, you know, so, I mean, I generally use about two or three now. I mean, and I guess, and a lot of them that you haven't used, like if you had a store credit card, you know what I used to say, and I do it, I never do it anymore. It would be like the holidays and they'd say, okay, uh, if it was, let's say the gap. Oh, if you buy $100 worth of things, you could get a credit card and we'll take 20% off. And during the holidays, if you were spending a lot of money, it was a big thing. I never open credit cards anymore like that. And I stick with the, the couple that I have. And um, I do have millions of them, but a lot of them expire. I mean, I think if you don't use a credit card for a lot of years, they don't, they don't, you know, they don't give you, you have to kind of go through it all over again. Mm. But... Uh, Ace, what about you? How many credit cards do you have? Oh, I just have three, Dottie. And uh, basically, I, w w what I'll do is I'll find out what the limit is uh, for each card, and I'll use about 50% of that limit because you don't want to have maximum, maximum exposure as well. So just learning the ins and outs on what you should be doing to build up your credit is so key. And, and Dottie, you're right. You know, every time the holidays came around and Christmas, I would go into Macy's, and Macy's infamous for this. They would always say, yeah. well, do you have a Macy's card? And, I'm, and I would always say, no, I have my own credit card. Well, if you sign up with Macy's on the credit card, you'll get 20% off of your, um, you know, first purchase or whatnot. So uh, just be careful when you're going into a store and they're offering you free credit cards. You just want to make sure that you're not overextending yourself in regards to the credit limits. And you don't have too little. So it's a, it's a good balance. And, again, you know, this show is all about educating uh, the, our consumers, our listeners, our buyers to really put yourself in the best position possible when building up credit or even preparing yourself to purchase real estate. 
So. No question Ace, about it. You I can't believe it's been 30 minutes already, guys. It's been. I so, know, but Ace, if I you mean, could, this is so important. Yeah. Okay, if you could, to all our listeners who are out there, and the competition is fierce, okay? Like there's millions of, 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 of buyers for the same property. So, obviously, you want to do all this paperwork, and, and like you want to have your credit report, you want to visit ACE or Citizens before you have to make an offer, before you actually sell the house you want, and get that all in order so that you're ready to go. Can you explain to the our listeners especially the ones that are first-time buyers, what they should do first before they even start to look? Definitely. It's so critical to what Dottie's saying. In this environment where inventory is so low and the competition is, competition is so fierce, you really want to make sure that you're going to the bank and at least getting a pre-approval. A pre-approval is really before you even find your dream home, you're sitting down with the bank and you're going, going over your credit score, your income, your assets, and you're really putting yourself in and preparing yourself for what to expect when you actually find a home and go into contracts. So what Dottie is saying is so crucial and crit- critical in today's environment where you really want to just set yourself up to be ready to pull the trigger, meaning you want to get your income verified by the bank. Review all W-2 pay stubs if you're working for um, a company. If you're self-employed, you need to know that you have to have two years of tax returns, personal and business. So really coming to the bank and really sitting down with a loan officer way before the process, it's so crucial because you want to really prepare yourself in case you need to you know, adjust some of your income when, when you're reporting your tax returns as a business owner, things of that nature are you're able to adapt and you're able to really, really put yourself in the best position, but you need to allow yourself enough time. So what Dottie is saying is that in a competitive and fierce marketplace, you have to make sure that you sit in front of a banker or a loan officer and allow yourself enough time to prepare yourself to be in the best position. Boy, you have that, to be able to say to the seller, listen, I am qualified to buy a loan. I'm pre-qualified. I have a commitment for X amount of money. I am ready to buy your home. Okay. Otherwise, people that, you know, there's a million other people bidding for it. They're never going to go for you if you don't have that. It's it's so important. It's not even just the the seller. It's the realtor. We were talking earlier with Alfred Renner from the uh, New York office of Douglas Elliman, and he was pointing out that um, the realtors won't take you seriously if you don't already have pre-approval. Does that make sense, Ace? Oh, that that is that is one thousand percent going on in today's marketplace, right? The realtor has they, they have a sort of they they need to make sure and ensure that the seller um, has only qualified buyers bidding on the home. So it's it's their responsibility to make sure that every single client that walks through that open house is qualified. So if you're not prepared and you don't have a pre-approval, most realtors won't even take your offer, right? Even if you're qualified, but you never went through the process. So it's so important, Michael, what you just brought up is that most realtors will not even meet with you if you don't have a pre-approval already. So it's so right. important to make sure that you're prepared when you're going to these open houses and, and you're showing the realtor who represents the seller, basically, 
that you're qualified, you're prepared, and that you have a commitment from the bank already. Okay, let's take this one step deeper now. Um, that's a, a crucial part of this equation, and that is interest rates. Now, you said before, uh, based upon your credit, based upon uh, your circumstances, you could negotiate a better rate. And uh, one of the things, just make a note to yourself I want to talk about, is that the, the interest rate will directly affect your buying power, what type of a property you can buy based upon the interest rate, because it really will affect your payments. But let's talk before that about the state of interest rates. Um, right now, uh, I, I checked, uh, you know, the news, and it's somewhere between four and five. What, what are your thoughts about the current state of rates, the impact on the market, and where they're heading? Oh, Michael, you know, myself and Dottie, we've been talking about this for the last three weeks, and it's been the number one topic of discussion right now, which is with rates going up and inventory so low, you know, how, how are our buyers being affected by the increase in rates, right? And right now, the 30-year fixed rate, we're hovering right around 4.5%. Last year, we were right around 3%. So that's a 1.5% increase from last year, just 12 months ago, right? And I think there's a couple of sort of concerns in regards to uh, the Federal Reserve announcing that they're going to raise rates. I mean, there's the aspect of inflation, which is currently at 7%, Michael and Dottie. Mm. And we really need to bring that target back down to 2%. So the only way to do that is to increase rates. But the Federal Reserve, they have a tough job. They really need to teeter in regards to, you know, how aggressive they want to increase rates by because too fast can cause a recession and too slow will continue, continually have inflation continue to go up. So, they, you know, I don't envy them, but they've already announced that this year there's going to be five rate hikes, which they've already um, did it, they already executed on a rate hike earlier um, this this year, right? So about two weeks ago, they increased the prime rate by a quarter of a quarter of a percent, but it's still relatively low because when folks hear that the Federal Reserve uh, their plans are to in, to increase rates by seven times, it's really on short term rates and really a thirty year fixed mortgage. It's long term rates, so don't get too caught up in regards to the rates going up higher because. Dottie says this all the time. If you, see, if you look at the rates where they are today, relatively speaking, on a macro level, it's still very, very low. So, I, I mean, I, I can't even imagine, you know, 10 years ago talking about rates at 4.5% and everybody getting so concerned that the rates are so high because we were actually looking at 16 to 17% rates, you know, for, for the last 30 years. So staying in an environment of a 4.5% rate is still astronomically low Michael and Dottie. So I think for our listeners, don't get too, um, I, I would say, too caught up in the news in regards to every channel that you turn, everybody's talking right. about increased increase rates. You still have to remember that four and a half is still an amazing rate. And the one that is amazing. Ace, it Ace, is, Ace, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in, Ace. We're going to get go back ahead, to this in ahead. a moment. We're going to get back to this in a moment. It's fascinating. From 16 to, to four something. Wow. Um, we're talking with Ace Watanasuparp from Citizens Bank. We're talking about interest rates and mortgages at the moment. And Dottie Herman, of course, is here at the table. It's the Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman Spring 2022 special. Michael Harrison with you as well on AM 970, The Answer.
Join us Sunday night for the premiere of the fastest-growing political talk show in New Jersey, Real Talk with Ronnie. Join Dr. Ronald Joseph Lynn every Sunday night at 8 as he talks to the biggest names in politics, news, culture, and society. Listen to the day's biggest newsmakers, headliners, trendsetters, and trend breakers. There's a new show in town. It's Real Talk with Ronnie, Sunday nights at 8. Real Talk, real news in real time on AM 970, The Answer. We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family. You can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home, and My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Hey, I just spoke to my buddy Alex Cancella at Route 22 Toyota, and he told me that anyone looking to beat these ridiculous gas prices should get over to see them at Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. That's because they've got one of the area's largest inventories of new Toyota vehicles, including the most fuel-efficient vehicles, like the 39-mile-per-gallon Toyota Camry, the 41-mile-per-gallon RAV4 Hybrid, or the one that started it all, Toyota Prius, which gets a combined 56 miles per gallon. No need to re- mortgage your house just to fill up the tank. Call Route 22 Toyota at 973-705-8905. Let them show you which fuel-efficient Toyota is right for you. Plus, they're making it easier than ever to get out of your gas guzzler by offering 125% of book value on your trade. That's right, any make, any model. 973-705-8905. Schedule an appointment at Route 22 Toyota. They'll give you 125% book value towards a fuel-efficient Toyota. And remember, tell them Joe Piscopo sent you. Holland Christian Home, a place for your aging loved one. Here's Jack sharing why he chose to live at Holland Christian Home. My name is Jack. I'm 82 years old. I lived in Clifton, New Jersey. I was a teacher for 38 years. About five or six years ago, I decided I needed to get into a continuing care retirement community. My priority is what care I will get when and if I need it. And the Holland Christian Home is the only place that I looked at where all of the nurses and aides are in-house. All other facilities, you must go to an outside agency and cost you a lot more money to hire aides if, in fact, you need it to get up in the morning and to go to bed at night. From independent living and beyond, feel at home and love. Call Charlotte. She'll show you around. 973-807-3245 or hchnj.org. That's hchnj.org. Holland Christian Home. 973-807-3245. Ask for Charlotte. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Join us for the Salem Business Breakfast, Wednesday, April 27th at Bergen Community College. Register at am970theanswer.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. 
And with Dottie Herman, yours truly, Michael Harrison, co-hosting. I have the honor of working with the great Dottie Herman this week because this is the spring 2022 special of Eye on Real Estate. We started an hour early. We're trying to cover the basics for people who are looking at spring and summer as the time to really jump into the hot real estate market. And we're bringing out all the guns to, to give you the basic information. Uh, the man of the hour is Ace Watanasuparp, who is also one of the ongoing co-hosts of this program. He's the Senior Vice President, National Director of Strategic Sales for Citizens Bank. Citizens Bank is also um, the sponsor of this program and uh, what, a, what, a, what a great group of folks Citizens Bank uh, happens to be. Uh, they're for regular people. That's why they use the name Citizens, not just big corporations. And I wanted you to make note, CitizensBank.com is the place to go to find out information online and you can call them at 800-922-9999 nine ace uh dotty and i uh wanted to tap into your opinion now this is the, we, we've done a lot of hard news and factual information what's your opinion at this point in the real estate market for somebody who is considering continued continuing to or perhaps opting to rent as opposed to buy. Uh, that's always a decision, and um, I'm sure your finger is on the pulse of rentals as well. Oh, Michael, I think in New York, rental prices have gone up so much since the pandemic that it's actually higher than pre-pandemic uh, rates, right? So the, the and we talk about this all the time, and I think it, it really depends on your situation, but when you compare the rental rates today for a one bedroom in New York City, you know, it's as high as thirty six hundred to four thousand dollars, Michael and Dottie, right? So when you look at you know what your buying power is, if the rate is currently at four and a half percent, you know, you could probably purchase something for about one point two, one point three million that will equivalent to a, a thirty five hundred to four thousand dollar payment every single month given if you have about 10 to 20% down. So you really have to do a comparison between rent versus buy. But I think in the marketplace where rental pr- prices are going up astronomically year after year now, um, it, it, re- it really is you know, beneficial for you to compare whether renting and really just paying your mortgage to, the, to another landlord or should you actually buy something and pay yourself that mortgage and really build equity, right? So for me, I've always been a true believer in real estate. And I, I really think, you know, you, you have to start somewhere. You don't have to go for that million or $2 million property. You can start small, but, but you should start thinking about, Michael, whether you want to actually build equity in your own sort of uh, mortgage payments or do you want to continue paying rent uh, to to someone else, right? Basically, at the end of the day, so it, it's all relative. There's not one size fits all. My opinion is, if you can compare what you're paying today on your rental, and you can compare and sit down with a loan officer and see what type of payment can you afford if you were to buy something that's relatively similar to what you're paying on the, on on your rental, I think that's really critical, right, in today's marketplace. So you know, my my take on it, Michael and Dottie, is that. You know, everybody should just really look at their finances, analyze what you're currently paying per month, and see if you can qualify for something similar in terms of price point and uh, monthly payment. And you, you, you may see yourself building wealth at the same time, 
when you when you own real estate. So, Dottie, what are your thoughts on that? My, my well, first of all, I want to say that I know a since I don't know maybe he was twenty two, but he has been investing uh, himself personally in real estate for years, um, and he's made a lot of money doing that and. Regardless of his, and he's got a huge position at Citizens Bank, so he's very, very busy with that. I will tell you that the mistake that I made, people say, gee, if you look back, if you, if you say, what could you have done differently? What I could have done differently, I put all my energies in running a company and building a huge company, which is, I have no, I, I, I would have done that anyway. But what I failed to do was look at my own self. And I did not. And, of course, I saw opportunities. I would say, oh, this is a good deal. You should buy it or somebody should buy it. But I never did it myself. I was just, I don't know why. I mean, I have a few <laughs> properties. Ace, you've been investing in real estate properties for years, correct? Oh, since my 20s, Dottie. You know, I was lucky enough uh, to have parents that said, Ace, if you leave your money in the bank, the only way it's going is down, right? Because you're only going to spend it. So um, every single time I had enough savings, uh, my parents would tell me, just go ahead and buy buy a small condo. And I started with a 150K uh, condo. I put 20% down, which really came out to $30,000 $30, and just really built my portfolio, portfolio all the way up until now. And I've been accumulating, accumulating real estate for years and years and years now, but it's, it's really about starting somewhere and really right. having the know-how to really leverage financing, right? Because the one thing great about real estate is that unlike the stock market, you literally have to put a hundred percent of your funds to make a hundred percent earnings. But in real estate, you could literally buy a $500,000 property and really only put 20% up for that property. So it's, it's a huge leverage play. And I think most folks, if, if you're not in the real estate sort of game, you really have to educate yourself because it's the single best asset where you don't have to put dollar for dollar. And you could actually put 10% down, 3.5% down of the overall value of the home. And that is so crucial uh, for our listeners yeah. to know. And, and with all the uncertainty, I think, Michael, you know, stocks, you know, could be $100 today and tomorrow they could be like, 25 cents. Mm -hmm. Real estate is not like a stock. It generally does not drop overnight unless there's like some horrible catastrophe. So the only thing about real estate that they would say was was not great was that it wasn't liquid. But now if you have equity in a home, okay, there's a million ways you can take out, you know, refi or finance or you know, take do an equity loan and have some cash on hand in case you should need it. But listen, okay, with the rents the way they are, that is why so many people we try to tell you on the show that they just think they're locked out because they don't have enough down payment, and that's why I want them to call ACE or Citizens because there are so many different programs. Right, and sometimes right. when you listen to people, they're giving you what they think is good advice, but they really don't know. 
Right. Well, that's why they call it real estate. Um, if you think about most, it, most investments are not real. Even even money is is a symbol of wealth. The money itself, you can't eat it. If you were sitting on an island stranded there and you had a million dollars, you're better off with a bale of bananas than uh, yes. than that. Um, where where and you know, gold, silver, all of these commodities are um, not as useful as a piece of land and a structure on it <laughs> when you think about it you know it's not going to disappear in value relative to the rest of the market it's real estate i don't know if there's any connection to that um, in terms of uh i'm hearing some noise there is that gone okay good um yes, but ace let me let me ask you a question ace that this is again elementary but um i'm trying to gear this conversation toward people who are not uh, embarrassed to admit they don't know what they need to know. So this is really rule of, you know, rule of thumb. What percentage of one's income would you consider as a mortgage banker to be appropriate in terms of getting into a commitment to a debt for real estate, for, for whether it's renting or whether it's mortgage or whatever? I, I know a lot of people think this way. What is the current thought, or is that just too elementary a way of thinking? No, that's a great question, uh, Michael. And a lot of folks, you know, they tend to think about, well, how much can I borrow uh, relative to my income, right? And most banks will look at a 28% uh, front-end debt-to-income and a 36% back-end debt-to-income. So what does that mean? In, in, in layman's terms, right? So you would take your income monthly and you would divide that by your monthly housing expense and that would be your front-end ratio for your debt-to-income, right? So you take, let's just say you're making, uh, for example, $65,000 and you take your monthly income and you divide that by your monthly housing expense and if your ratios come below 28% or at the 28% mark, you're, you, you're probably in, in good shape to get qualified for a mortgage. Now, what the back-end ratio really means is that if you include your monthly housing expense along with all of your other debt, uh, the bank really wants to see, and, and you can probably go up to 38%. Some banks, if you're utilizing their portfolio, they'll, give you, they'll allow you to go all the way up to 45%, so a, almost a 50% sort of ratio on your income in regards to your monthly housing expense along with your other debt. So income and, and calculating your ratios in terms of how much you can afford and how much you can borrow is so critical um, in really just putting yourself in the right position where you're not overextending yourself and you're, you're, you're not having so much of a uh, sort of burden on a monthly payment um, sort of situation, right? So you just want to make sure that relative to your income, you're borrowing just enough so that you're not putting yourself in a strenuous position uh, month after month. Okay, a real quick question now, and, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this because it's an important part of the of the discussion. Um, with with the value of homes going up, 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 um, you hear uh, a lot of advice out there in, in the media and people chattering about this, that now's the time to refinance. This is for people listening who are owners. What are your thoughts about refinancing in this market? Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, almost, like the, it's, it's almost like the best trend um, right now, right? It's, it's trending right now, meaning everyone is looking to tap into their equity, whether it's fixing up their homes, whether it's consolidating debt, because rates are so low. So refinancing 
and cashing out or refinancing and really reducing your rate and term is, is, is almost like the, the, the trending thing to do because a lot of folks have, to your point, Michael, have really gained a lot of appreciation throughout the years. And now, you know, with rates being at 4.5%, it's the best time to really, you know, take out some extra cash for an investment opportunity or really just paying off your debt that you've accumulated throughout the years. And there's no better way than really utilizing your property um, to, to tap into the equity, right? And I think, you know, what you're saying is what we're seeing today, which is the last two years and even into this year, uh, we've seen refinances at an all-time high. Obviously, with rates going up to 4.5%, it's reduced the number of refinances, but folks are still taking advantage and refinancing and cashing out, especially when the inventory is so low and people are a little bit hesitant to sell their homes. What they're doing is they're just reinvesting back into their homes because mm-hmm. they can't find something of value. Um, so what they're doing is they're cashing out and just building upon their homes so that when they do sell, and we talked about this in the beginning of the show, their house is represented in the best way possible in terms of modernization, fixing up the bathrooms, fixing up the kitchens, fixing the roof. So all these things are, are you're able to actually um, improve your home by right. taking out a refinance cash but, out. But pe- people should uh, should understand, though, the difference between a home equity loan, because you want to go and buy a car, <laughs> or refinancing to get a better deal and a better rate on your monthly payment. Am I correct? Oh, Michael, you're on a roll today. All the, all the questions that you're asking are great. So home equity line of credit, it's almost like a launch credit card on your home. So if you don't utilize the line, you're not paying anything, right? So mm. home equity line of, line of credits are great for um, home repair, things of that nature, because you could take out a $100,000 line of credit and only use 25000 and pay back the 25000 as opposed to doing a rate and term refinance where you're refinancing 100000 and you're paying for the total 100000 on on your, on every single um, on your monthly mortgage payments, right? So there's a key difference between what Michael just stated, a home equity line of credit. It's almost like a revolving credit line for you. So you're only paying back what you're using. A refinance cash out, you're taking the lump sum of the hundred thousand, and you're paying that back through monthly payments. So, wow, Ace, you have been great, sensational. Great. I, I, I was embarrassed asking <laughs> some of these questions because they are basically elementary, but I think that you have provided a tremendous public service today to people who oh. um, are involved in real estate because this is the tough stuff, and it's like sitting with your own banker and having the opportunity to have a candid conversation, and you do put on a really, really engaging um, uh, image oh. for people to, to feel comfortable about that so can people reach can people reach out to you at citizens uh 800-922-9999 is that a way to get in touch with you personally for people to be able to ask questions yeah you can definitely call that number or you can email me at ace.w at citizensbank.com or just call into this show michael that we're that we're that we're having every single week right and and really just you know just like what michael said there is no there is no silly Fabulous. question here, right? Ace. We're just having conversation, and that's about that's about it. Thank you, Ace, and thanks to Citizens Bank for the tremendous support of this show over the years, which I consider to be a public service, and uh, I, I know that it's yes. loyal, loyal fans. And, and he's Dottie, so dedicated. He doesn't yeah. miss anything, even when he's traveling. <laughs> Fabulous. So thank you, Ace. Ace Watanat Suparp, Senior you, Vice President. 
at Citizens Bank and have, have a good time in <laughs> Toronto. Dottie, we Thank got you. another hour to come. It's going to be a fantastic hour. Eye on Real Estate oh, with yeah. Dottie Herman's Spring 2022 special. Michael Harrison, honored to be Dottie's co-host today on AM 970. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.